Welcome back to another episode of the Footy LG Pod. As always, the Footy LG boys this time are all back in action. We got myself, we got Tony, and we got Dante. What's going on, boys? I'm good, Nico. It's good to be back, man. We got the crew back together. It feels good. And you know what? Just in time, I know we said last on last week's show, guys, that this week we're doing a transfer deadline day special. Well, we had to throw that out the window because ain't no fucking important transfers happen that we need to talk about. There's a few things that we'll get to, but I mean, come on. Like, Tony, you have to have been expecting something else, no? I I am shocked compared to what we saw last January uh, with all the Saudi Arabia money and everything. So I was I was pretty shocked. Yeah, yeah very conservative from them, eh? I, maybe it's because it's the it's the middle middle of the year, you know, the mid season transfer window. They want to wait until the summertime when the league's done. I don't know because I can't think of anything else. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe they it. saw Al Hilal take down Messi for, uh, and they thought, you know what, our league's good. We don't need anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more just the negativity of how many guys want to get out of there after only a year, right? So a year and six months. So yeah. But yeah, I, I am a little shocked that we did, but I do have a feeling that next week's pod, we're going to have a lot of things to talk about with the free agent signings, you know, now that people are allowed to sign after tomorrow. So, yep. yeah, we'll, so we'll, I think we'll have more interesting that next week. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see. It'll be interesting to see what goes on. Um, there was a few kind of transfers that were that we might be getting into a little bit later, or maybe rumors that didn't exactly happen. There's one TFC related that we're gonna get to later on in the show. Um, but first, you, you guys, I was I was scrolling TikTok, and you, there's this podcast out in England. One guy's that Theo Baker guy. You know, they're they're all sitting around and they were doing their top five managers of all time. And, and I have to say, first of all, the England bias is unreal. It's insane to me. Um, they all had Arsene Wenger in at some point in the top five, which is a, an absolute joke. <laughs> I, I know I said for we all need to do ours. So if either of you have Wenger in your top five, I'm sorry. It's a joke. The guy has won, what, one or two Premier Leagues? And that's it? That's it. <laughs> well, he, did have the, he did have the Invincibles, though. That's okay. That's not even the best team of all time. They tied majority of their games. Chelsea, the Chelsea's, Marine, Chelsea's yes. Mourinho was better. Man City's Pep Guardiola's uh, uh, Centaurians is better. Like, there's not even the best team in England. And they're like, oh, he's done so much for English soccer. Who gives a shit? He doesn't have one European trophy, which to me is the biggest honor you can get in soccer. Yeah. Um, Sorry, he has three prems. My bad. And he has like seven yeah. FA Cups. Ooh. Uh, this everyone. Was the, this was the guy that made, oh, coming in fourth for us is a, t- is a championship. He made that line famous. <laughs> and we're going to say he's one of the best managers of all time? Come on. You guys, what do you guys think about Wanger? Tony? I think, I think he's a great coach. I don't think he's a top manager. But I think he's, he, he's one of those guys that was just – luck of the draw of where he was coaching because i mean like he had to deal with fergie and then Mourinho came and then pep came at the end you know like he always had someone better than him in the league you know what i mean like he was never able to be that top guy you know whether that was arsenal's fault or his fault i don't know but i think he's a good manager but i would never consider him top well yeah i, I dante what do you think man i i don't know yeah, I don't he's see uh he's not even close to my top five uh yeah. he's probably my top 20 to be honest with you I can yeah. name 20 better coaches. Um, listen, obviously, over the years, we witnessed the Arsenal Terry Henry. We witnessed the Dennis Bergkamps of the world. We've witnessed the Cesc Fabregas. You know, there, there's some high-quality players that came out of Arsenal. And 
believe you me, I love their style of play when he was coaching, but it wasn't enough, you know, just to get them over the hump. And and that and that's part of it is his tactics. Um, you know, and being very conservative in a lot of their games over the years. And yeah, like you guys said, just finding a way to be in fourth place. And that's you know, sometimes that's that's what happens when you uh when you sit sit back on leads and things like that and have a crap ton of draws over the years. And yeah, that's my opinion of him. Yeah, that's it's I, I don't think that's too far off. I agree with you. I don't think he belongs in England's top five. I don't care what he did for English soccer. Give me a break. The guy couldn't win in Europe when it mattered. He had the invincibles. Well, clearly they weren't so invincible that they could go for a European uh, for a Champions League trophy, am I right? But yeah. Um, but yeah, so okay, so then with, with that being said, only fair that we put our five out there. So Dante, why don't why don't you go first? Well, I think I have the top five list, in my opinion. I'm gonna go number I'd five. Hope so. I hope you have the top five in your opinion. I hope you're no, not I, no, every single one of these is absolutely perfect. Like this this is like I will debate the hell out of this list, Nico, because I've been spending all day on it. So okay. number five, I got Zinedine Zidane. Uh, what he did with Real Madrid, bar none, next to none, Champions Leagues, La Ligas, you name it. Number four, I got Pep Guardiola. Uh, he's got to be in this list. I mean, he's coached some of the greats. Number four, uh, that's low. No, no, I got some higher. I got some higher. Okay. Number three, I got Don Carlo Ancelotti. Um, and, you know, just because he's whipped his butt in over the years with the Champions Leagues, and I, I value that seriously. Uh, Ancelotti, you know, with his cigars and, you know, even his coaching in Milan over the years, uh, just a phenomenal coach. I, I think he's top three. Number two, I got Jose Mourinho. Um, the fact that he took Porto to the Champions League alone is is top two. Um, you know, j- just that alone. I mean, I have the utmost respect for the guy. What he's done for Roma, Chelsea, you, you name it. Uh, the guy just finds a way. He's a tactical genius, and he knows how to get things done. And number one is Sir Alex Ferguson. Um, what he's done in Manchester United, uh, bar none, uh, they have never been the same with without him. Um, and it's just, it's it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad to see uh, what Manchester United, what happened to them after Fergie. And, uh, you know, there's no Cristiano Ronaldo, in my opinion, without him. So uh, we witnessed... I- uh, one of the greatest—I mean, the greatest of all time—and uh, with—and I'll make that very clear again. Without Sir Alex Ferguson, we have—we did not witness Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I—I I mean, listen. Mm-hmm. As far as your top five goes, I think. Well, I have four out of five in mine as well. I mean, yeah, your, me or, your your order, I think, is a little bit questionable for some people's <laughs> taste. I love it. Because personally, a lot of people, when the, they have the big argument, it's always Pep and Mourinho, right? Especially lately with Mourinho falling off a little bit. They're kind of saying yeah. like, Pep deserves to be higher than him. But I mean, like you said, when you look at what Mourinho's accomplished, the Champions League with Porto, which is unheard of. Yeah. They beat a Man U team that won the EPL the year before with all their stars on it, like Roy Keane, uh, Phil, like Nev- Phil Neville, Scholes, yeah. all these guys were Back there. Home. And, and um, uh, Porto was able to take them out and the win that. And then the, he also won it again with Inter Milan, which, again, not an easy job too when you don't have the biggest budgets and things like that. He kind of took a team that was kind of underwhelming and he took them there. So I, I love the praise for uh, Jose Mourinho being so high. 
a lot of people won't agree with it. Uh, I, I don't know if I agree with it, to be honest. I'll have to wait and see what my five are, but I, <laughs> I love the list, Dante. Tony, what do you think? Yeah, I, I have the same thing. I've got four of the same five, um, four of them, uh, mine, um, different order, though. Um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. It's All right, good. go on, go on to yours then, Tony. Let's see what you got. So number five, I got Greg Vanny. <laughs> oh, oh, the God, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. oh my God. No, no. As much as I wanted, I was like, do I put Vanny or do I put Smoletti as number five? Just for the hell of it. But uh, no, no. Um, my number five, I put Fabio Capello. I mean, um, I know his last stint uh, as England coach was not great, but um, you got to look at, uh, you know, coming in as a former player, uh, going into AC Milan, taking up after Arrigo Saki, winning Champions League there, uh, going to Madrid, winning the league and the Champions League there. And then... Um, you know, he won, the, he won the Champions League with Madrid? I believe he did the first time. Did he really? I know, oh, I know I he won the La Liga twice. Yeah, once, yeah, once in his first time, sure. once in his second time. I don't think he won champion. I might have been that. wrong about that one, but he did. I mean, he still won. He still, he still won, won with Milan. Yeah, yeah. Um, then obviously going to Roma and crafting Totti into the player he was uh, with that team, uh, winning the Serie A when you have AC Milan, Inter, and Juve at their heights in the early two thousands and winning uh, Serie A there, Roma, and then going to Juve and winning again there. Um, I uh, no, he, he still did, won. He the did not win in Juventus, got, as as Dante, two, I'm sure, would know. Two, two of them got taken away. The, the taken one. away, yeah. Yeah, no, his, 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 Ro- his Roma one was fine. I'm pretty sure both his – I'm look, I just pulled it up right now. Yeah, both his Serie A's at Juventus got revoked. Yeah, 06 okay. was bad. 04, 05, <laughs> and 05, 06. He did well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, even then, before that, he was still – I think he was one of – he was very good – he was a very good tactician and everything like that. Um, and number four, I put Fergie. Um, I do think uh, when it comes down to British coaches, they do get um, overhyped and over, uh, over. Uh, how do you say, just too much hype around them. Number four, but, but I think for, I think Fergie still he's, he's still great. I think um, you know his longevity is great. Everything the players he's developed, but um, you know I just I I don't I think the other three ahead of him just I've done more and done it in different places. Um, Number three, I'm going to get some slack for this for sure, but I got Zidane. I think his time in Madrid, those three straight Champions Leagues were amazing. Um, that's not an easy task when uh, you're – I know he's a legend, but uh, to take over a team of that caliber and to fine-tune them to become even better and even stronger and just – I mean, you're talking about the hardest trophy in the world to win, and they he did it three years in a row, like nothing, and beating good teams along the way. And uh, number two, I got Mourinho uh, simply because of what he's done. Obviously, with with Porto, same thing. And Inter Milan, I always I always said that that was an amazing treble that he did because he was recently uh, he was fired from Chelsea not too long early, not too much earlier, and he came in. Inter did what he had to do, and even then, like uh, with Roma, like I mean, even though he got fired, he did a fantastic job. I mean, two finals, like we mentioned last week, Nico. Uh, in two years with Roma, it was fantastic. And then also, Marino does have this uh, the three year curse after Marino. As anyone that's replaced him has never lasted more than the time he spent there. So no one's ever spent more than three years after he's been fired. So that's why I have him at number two because it's so hard to replace him. You know, get rid of him. And at number one, I have Ancelotti. I, I mean, his resume speaks for himself. He's won everywhere he's went, uh, whether it's leagues or Champions Leagues. He's done well everywhere. So. Except, I don't know, well, in, in Napoli won the, the 
Tony, 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 Tony. Wow. First and foremost, uh, unbelievable Alex Ferguson at third. But what's more unbelievable or four, (laughs) what's even more unbelievable than that is not even having Pep Guardiola on this list is absolutely insane. Pep is just, it's not, it's not him. Dude, you're... that's that's money. I mean, you go to, you you wanted Barcelona when they had money. You wanted Bayern Munich when they had money. You wanted Man City with a billion dollar payroll. Like I I can't. Why has not PSG probably... won then? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because Man, they don't have a Pep Guardiola right in the show. Remember, Man City has all that cheating scandals too right now. So every no. t- every team has put, money, no. bro. Every team has money. I don't put money. Pep on that. You're insane. No, I don't put Pep in my top five. No, like that that is that is no. that is like I don't know what's worse, leaving him off or Ferguson at fourth. No, it, I don't I can't I can't rate Pep, man. I just can't. Dude, that is absolutely I feel like anybody can take that Man City team and win. Same to me, dude. That no, is I feel not, like if you had, I feel like if you had any I feel like if you had any of these five in my list, you would have more than one Champions League right now in the time Pep was there. Okay, okay I just want to say something too. Not even Man City, guys. He coached a Barcelona team that was arguably the greatest. It wasn't him. (laughs) No, but I mean, you have to put the tools together. You can say that about any team. But that team team was. I can say PSG had Messi, Mbappe, Neymar, and they spent a gajillion dollars on everybody. And they had Luis Luis Enrique as the coach and Tuchel. Yeah. So. (laughs) The coach is doing it Bayern Munich in Germany right now. Like. Listen, I, I I don't know. I'm with Dante, Tony. You're leaving Pep off it is an absolute crime. It's almost as bad as putting Wenger on it. Uh, <laughs> I I I think you're. No, I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't put Pep in my top. Five. Okay. Well, listen. You know what? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say some numbers here because you know. Let me let me get through my five first. Yeah. Let me get through my five. So <laughs> I've left Zinedine Zidane off of my Oof. five. The reason only the reason why. Again, his first three years, he won three Champions Leagues. You know what? But if you want to talk, if you're having Zinedine Zidane for those three, you're talking about Pep has all the players. Zinedine Zidane arguably had the best front three in the entire history of the entire world with Renault, with BB, with BB, um, um, BB, what do they call him? Yeah, and he won- I keep thinking BBC, but that does not sound right to me. <laughs> yeah, Bale, Benzema, Cristiano. Yeah, BBC. Yeah, so they had that forward three. Like they had three amazing players. They had one of the best, mid- the best midfields and the one of the greatest defending lines with Marcelo, Ramos, Moran, and they won three in a row. So, but again, if you're saying, oh, that's why, that's why Zidane is so good. But then when you put the Guardiola saying, oh, he had the best players in the world, it doesn't count. You can't do both. Yeah, Pep only won one Champions League. Zidane no. won three in a row. <laughs> He's no. three for three. Pep's fucking what is it with Man City? Like one and eight. In yeah, eight years as city coach? Yeah, but Pep has the same amount of Champions Leagues as Zidane. Yeah. Yeah, but over they how have, how long? They both have, it doesn't matter. They both have three. Yeah, but he does it in three years. No. Okay, but that's the best. What, what happened when he came back to Real Madrid without Ronaldo there? That was the COVID year, though. Well, was it COVID? That was, I wouldn't count that That was one. before COVID and into COVID, and they didn't do anything. Let me let me spoil that for you. But, okay, here's – so that's the reason why I don't so have – So he didn't do anything. Think, well, what's Pep done? No, no. I, I'm about to tell you. So I have – so again, I I don't have Zidane on just because he's only coached for five years. You know what I mean? I can't rationalize putting someone in a top five of all time that has only coached five years and three of those years with were literally the greatest forward three in the history of the world. I can't put him there. I understand what you guys did. I'm not saying it's wrong. He did amazing. He got three Champions Leagues in three years in his first three years. That's outstanding. But I can't put him there. In my number five, I have 
Uh, and again, all of these, except for my number five, I have watched. Uh, the reason I have the, this guy at number five, Johan Cruyff, is because he did revolutionize the game of soccer with his tiki-taka and his total football, the way he's done it. He's absolutely revolutionized the way coaches coach. He's done everything for the game of soccer. Like when people say, oh, Wenger did so much for England. Johan Cruyff did so much for soccer, period. So many people copy copy his stats. There's no Barcelona. There's no so many many ways uh, players play. Look at Klopp's style that he's done in is is a form of what Cruyff started. You know what I mean? So without him, there's so many things that would not happen. So that's why he is my number five. My number four is Carlo Ancelotti. Again, we've all said it. He's he's done a lot. He's done very well in places. He's done not so well some places, but you know what? His legacy is always there. I think four is the right spot for him. Now, obviously, my top three is Mourinho. Not, this is not the order yet. Mourinho, Pep, and Sir Alex Ferguson is the top three. I think that should be everyone's top three. I think it's insane if that's not your top three. Like these three, we're talking like different levels here. And it's hard for me in three and two, I go back and forth on Pep and Mourinho, who should be third. Who should be second? Obviously, Sir Alex Ferguson is first. Tony, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so in my three, I because I guy go back and forth. Coached, you know, guy only coached in one league, man. <laughs> I and and that's what's hard. But he was just so dominant; he didn't need to. And England is the best yeah. league. And, and he it's got not, and it's, uh, I wouldn't say that when he was when he was dominating in the nineties. England wasn't the best league. No, but when he he he, he is the reason it England is, is the is best later. league. He made his man U and now EPL. Yeah, but so that's the thing. People started getting brought into England to beat Ferguson's Manchester United. You know what I mean? He could really be seen as the guy that that translated England into the dominant league that it is. Could be because of Alex Ferguson. And he's turned players into legends. I get what you're saying. It's a a stretch. He has 13 prems. Right? Like, the guy's got 13 in the same league. He's not like he hasn't won in Europe. He's got two Champions Leagues with two runner-ups. Um, like, and and a Euro, uh, Euro European Cup before it was Champions League. He has one of those. Like, he's got the accolades there. He was at one club so long. You're right. He didn't go do it somewhere else. But if you could do it that long in one of the greatest leagues of all to- time, if not the greatest, from, from arguably 2000 onwards, where he won another six trophies from that time. Like he, he is number one. I don't think there's a lot of debate there. I think Alex Ferguson is the best coach of all time. We don't have to get to that. Where I'm going to go with my pep being over Mourinho. I'm going to read you guys some win percentages here. Arsene Wenger has a career 54% win percentage. Zinedine Zidane has a career 62% win percentage. That's only in five years. So he didn't have that many games and he had Real Madrid and he only had a 62% win percentage. Uh, Alex Ferguson, you would think, hey, his has got to be a little bit better. It's not. It's 58%. Your boy Fabio Capello, 54%. Ancelotti, 59%. Mourinho, 61%. Do you know what Pep Guardiola's win percentage is? 60, high 60s. 72. Wow. The guy <laughs> is a winner. You know what I mean? You can say he his teams that he goes to has all the money, and you know what? They do. But guess what? Everybody else can spend just as much as he does. You've seen other teams try it. You know, you've seen Chelsea splash how much money on shitty EPL players that don't pan out? You've seen him splash money everywhere. PSG is a prime example of a team that splashes money and doesn't get the results. He's gone to Barcelona. He won in Barcelona. He went to Bayern Munich. Now he didn't get a Champions League in Bayern Munich, but he did win. That's the what Bundesliga. I was just gonna say. That's what that's what holds me back too, is that he wasn't able to win Champions League with Bayern Munich. 
But he was there three years. He won the, the Bundesliga. Yeah, but Bayern like, Munich wins a league every year. That's eh, a farmer's league. It's like every every. I'm not gonna win year, it this every, year, but it's it's like it's like being having the curse of Davy Jones. Like every nine years, you can step on the sand after being on sea for nine years, man. Like it's, but Germany doesn't count in my eyes for that. Yeah. I mean, Nico, once you coach Bayern, you win. Okay, but Nico, now the biggest. But now the look biggest, at the Premier League. Yeah. Right. How, how's who who has been better than Man City since like 2017 when he started? Nobody. I know, but it's just all that sketch. I don't know. It's just I don't know what it is with Pat. Like, don't get me wrong. I know he's good. I get it. No, no, he's not it's good. Just so he much great. So much sketchiness around this guy, man. Buddy, you but that and- city team is so sketchy with the fucking every like. I don't know, man. I just can't. I can't put him in it. I, I, Nico, I get Tony's what you're saying. I'm listening to you. I don't, I don't, it's, I, even I, 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 it's even worse. I'm a man. I'm that. a man. You fan, okay? Like I, 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 I hate Man City. Five. I just can't because I don't see him. I don't see it as him doing it. How? Because I don't see him develop making these teams like developing these teams. Can I ask you a question, Tony? Who is Rodri without a Kevin De Bruyne? Or not Kevin De Bruyne. Who is without no, a Pep Guardiola? Exactly, it. Kevin who, De Bruyne. Who is a Kevin De Bruyne without a Pep Guardiola? Because Kevin De Bruyne is someone Chelsea saw and thought, nah, we don't need him. Let's send him out. A lot yeah. of these players that they're so good, you're looking at, oh, they make they make this team good. The one that I I will say you can't give it to Pep is Holland. Obviously, that guy came in a stud and he's just been doing the same things. But you look at players, Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Rodri. Even even David's now. Nah, I don't know if David's still no, put in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Toure. But sure, like guys, yeah, yeah, guys Toure like that. But guys, guys like that. You, you don't think Pep had an influence in their uh, in their development by any means? You're insane. Like you're crazy. So, so Nico, I would argue that Mourinho's better at developing players than Pep Guardiola. Sure, you could you could say that. And you know what? The one thing with Mourinho too is players do love him. Yeah. Um, like they, they, you can see it in the way they talk about him as they do have that love for him. But you see that with Pep too. A lot of the players so I'll love give him you, as well. I'll give you a perfect example. So the I think they love the money with Pep more. The 2010 <laughs> Inter team, all right, had a guy named Diego Milito. Milito, yes. And this guy before the season, everyone had no idea who he was. Realistically, no idea. Mourinho tells management to shut up and pay for the guy. That's it. The rest is history. And yep. that was it. He, yeah. he embarrassed Bayern Munich in the Champions League final. And Inter he embarrassed won the treble. Barcelona. Yeah. And and that's why I'll always say Mourinho's better than Guardiola because so, he'll take a guy from a needle in a haystack. You'll have no idea who the guy is. And all of a sudden, he's a legend. I, I agree from that point, you know, like Mourinho's done done a lot of that. And again, I think the biggest thing for Mourinho over Pep is the fact that Mourinho has won Champions League with an FC Porto, which you'll never see again. Even his win with Inter Milan, as special oh. as it was, he won it with a Portuguese league exactly. team in the time where there was dominant yeah. teams everywhere else. You know and what I mean? Very like, little money. And that and that and that Inter Milan team wasn't full of like world star players. Like after they, oh, were they there. had good players. Let's not. They had great. Yeah, we had Let's not act like they were scrubs. They had, no, no. Schneider. They had, they had great players, but it wasn't to the level of like the Barcelona at the time, yeah, the Bayern Munich exactly. at the time. Barcelona you know, still had Iniesta, Xavi. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, he really had to make that. He had to get that team. To, like what I like about Mourinho is that the he makes the players believe. 
Yeah. Where in Pep, it doesn't like he Pep has all that emotion, but it doesn't. I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't I don't rate him. I, I listen. I, I get you don't rate him, but like it's it's such a difference from not rating someone because you have personal feelings about the way the team is run or stuff like that. But to say he's not top five to me is insane. The yeah, guy, the guy is a five. baller. He wins everywhere he goes, and you can say all because he has the backing, he has the money, but he still does it. You know what I mean? You, he's he's really in the, since he's been at Man City, which in my opinion, over the past seven, eight, even the, the past decade, the EPL is where the best players are, and it is the best league in the world, and he has dominated that league, and it hasn't even been close. Well, he can't dominate Europe though. Well, he did last year, one time in ten years. Okay, still that's that's one. How he has the second most cha- he is the second most man the second most Champions, Champions League, League in the last ten years. Zidane won Champions League in the last ten. Tuchel won Champions League in the last ten years. Okay, so then maybe your argument about being a, a, a efficient in Champions League is not good if Tuchel's on that list. Ah, uh, Tuchel's horrible. Man. Like, <laughs> how, how do you how do you dominate the best league in the world? But you can't dominate. You can't win more than one Champions League. You only go to two finals. He has three Champions Leagues. No, with the city. <laughs> Yeah, okay, but but you're okay, but you're saying so if you're just looking straight at his Man City resume, but look at now at what about when his Man City resume is put in with his Barcelona resume? Yeah. No. You said Sir Alex Ferguson, he can't give it to him because he did not win it anywhere else, right? Yeah, but what I'm he saying has, is with Guardiola, Pep, Pep has eight championships across three leagues since 2008 till now he's got eight league titles with three different teams in three different leagues that's winning it everywhere he's got three champions leagues two of which in spain two from spain one man city that's two different um, uh, leagues he's won the champions league with two different teams there he has the second most champions leagues of all time as a coach i believe i think the only one with more is ancelotti um i just for me it's it's not even arguable pep does pep pep should be if a so the way I, uh, how do I say it? I feel like anyone can win with Man City. I disagree anyone, because anyone there were people guys, before and they didn't win. But any one of these guys with Pep's team last year would have won Champions League. I think they would have won more. I just think Pep doesn't have like yeah he's he's got a great win percentage. He's dominating England, but when it comes down to it, he gets beaten a lot. Can, can I tell you other why? Coaches. Can I tell you? Well, first of all, that's not true. In, your, in Europe, in he Europe, he has the highest win percentage. So let's pump the brakes. On yeah, you can, you can still a lot. You can win ten um, games in a row in Champions League. And, no, no, I mean, but ten games in a row in uh, you you could win ten games in a row in the Prem and then lose two in Champions League. You're still gonna have eighty percent. But you're also it. you're also not giving him credit when you're saying anyone with that team could win. You don't I think, think a lot? Could. No, no, no. You don't think a lot of those players went to that team because Pep's the coach? No, they went for the money, not Pep. Buddy. Anyone can pay them that money in this league. We've seen it. Chelsea has Chelsea has the record two times now for the most highest transfers. You kidding me? How yeah, and how does I think all those guys? And he went to Man City. You don't think that is help bringing these players in? You're insane. No. You're insane. No, I don't. I, winning we'll, we'll always. Dis- we'll disagree that, that for a long time. And winning <laughs> does that because Guardiola is there. And if it, yeah. the the team Man City had before Guardiola was very good for a while. How many Champions Leagues did they win? None. Not a single one. They only we won one since Pep was there. <laughs> so, I mean, that's much, that's that's one difference. more they have. That's one more than they have in their history. Yeah, it took it ten so, years and, and enough money to feed a small country. 
So how come Chelsea ain't winning Champions League this year when they they can that's, that's, feed that's they can feed story. Canada with the amount that's of money different. that they've spent yeah. in, in transfers? Okay, that's why that's why Pochettino hasn't been mentioned on even close to being on this list. No, no instead they're getting they're getting killed no. they're getting killed by Liverpool today and what a game by Diogo yeah. Jota he looks so good yeah we gotta we gotta move on because we could talk about this until <laughs> till our ears from blue all I know is me and Dante both agree Pep Pep is in top five and Tony is in some delusional state right now but what <laughs> guys do not just you know when you hear Tony talking about managers I'll tell you right now he hates Pep because he coached Barcelona who Tony hated with Messi there then he went to Man City and he hates Man City too it's all bias for Tony no, I don't hate Man City I'm just saying I just think anyone can do it uh, I, I I disagree I think you put off. me you, you you put me there we get now you're talking crazy we now get you're Chimps, talking we get Chelsea semi-final easy you're easy. insane you're insane you're you put, insane you put us three in that you put us three coaching that Man City team easy semi-final more than likely final. I know for sure you're wrong then because you put me coaching Easy. any team. I'm making it, my, the team's going to be Easy. all Portuguese and Canadian players and they're all going to suck. It's, <laughs> no, no. No, I'm saying with the squad. We're going to have Osorio with, captaining in the Champions League. No, you kidding me? With, with the squad, we ha- with his squad, I'm saying. No, I disagree. The same squad as him. We easy. By easy. Your we logic, have no experience. By your logic, PSG should be in the Champions League final every year. No, you're not getting me. With the squad that Pep Guardiola has right now. PSG squads over the past ten years has been better. No, but I'm but I'm, I'm Mbappe, talking Neymar, about things. Messi. Yeah, but Mbappe is different. You can't. No one's gonna win with Mbappe. Oh, so here we go. So you you always like to add so many little <laughs> little hiccups to your plans. You know, you go, oh, well, then we got this, this, this. There's no, no. The answer is no. Not if we coach. I'm telling you, you would not if we coach Man City. We we oh, I don't I don't care. What you're telling me you're wrong. You're just you're you're wrong. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. You know what? Let's get into some Poppins trash bins. Let's have some fun here. Top is trash bins. If I coach City, we go <laughs> over eighty bins. points. <laughs> like in, not even trash bins. That's like like uh, porta potty bins is what I call that. <laughs> anyway, okay, so let's start it off. Um, it's transfer deadline day. Um, MLS had uh, was obviously continuing with their sketchy shit. Um, so Jesus Ferrer of FC Dallas had a deal, a transfer set up, and all pretty much completed to Spartak Moscow. Of Russia and MLS blocked the transfer. Uh, top is trash bins. MLS blocking uh, transfers of players. Absolute trash bins, Tony. Um, you know, a- at the end of the day, uh, when we're dealing with transfer windows and, and markets and things like that, and and a player wants to, you know, uh, and agrees to go to somewhere in Europe, which is clearly, you know, better quality of play, and you know, wants to fulfill their dream and. You want to do things like that, MLS, you're, you're, you know, you're going to stay at the bottom of the barrel in terms of leagues. And, you know, like, like, you know what it is, Nico, when, when you start to Americanize the beautiful game, um, you really see the issues with MLS and, you know, it's just, it's not the same soccer. It's not the same type of vibe or passion. And, you know, we've talked about it for, for, for so long. Um, you know, in my opinion, MLS needs a relegation league just to prove a point, um, you know, because it doesn't bring out the, the best in, in quality. And, you know, it's, it's disappointing. It's very disappointing. So the only reason I'm going to kind of take a different lens of this, and I believe I could be wrong. I believe the reason this transfer was canceled was due to the fact that it was a Russian team. If this was any other club in any other country in Europe, 
I don't think there would have been a problem. But obviously, we know what's been happening over the past year and a half now with Russia and Ukraine and whatnot. And there's a lot of issues going on there. Um, they and again, I think last was it last year or two years ago they did stop another transfer from from um, I forget his name on Red Bulls that was supposed to go to Lokomotiv Moscow, and that was halted too because of the whole situation in in Russia and Ukraine and things like that. So I I think that's why it was, and it wasn't because of hey we want to hang on to our guy we're not selling him. I think it was more of a you know what we're putting our morals above our pockets and we're gonna make sure we're not gonna do business with any Russian teams. Is that right or wrong? Honestly, that's up for you to decide. It's your morals. I. Frankly, I wish it did happen because Ferreira is a phenomenal player and I do not want him in the MLS facing Toronto this year. Um, so really, it's, it's you can decide. You can make your own calls on that. To me, I'm not going to give it top bins because it's, I, I do find it weird. I'm not going to give it trash bins either, though, because you know what? It's a league that's finally for once saying, hey, you know what? We don't want your money. We're, we think what you're doing is wrong. We're not going to support. For me, it's trash bins because they, they screw over Hages uh, Ferreira. I mean, the deal is worth like $13 million. He's not making $13 million. And he MLS. will, though. Not at but, but, but he, he'll he, get a he transfer. He could have made it now. He he, made it now. But he'll get a transfer. Yeah, but you know what? They saved him because this 23 year old dumbass is going to be going living in Russia. Ain't nobody want to live in Russia right now. Ask Brittany Griner how that worked out for her. $13 million will make you do make you normal. Like, until, you until, understand the situation. Until, until he smokes weed once and gets arrested for 80 days. And we, gotta, like we, have, we have to trade him for like the, an arms dealer again from Russia to let him go. This is $13 million. <laughs> Brittany Griner wasn't making $13 million. He can, he, when you make it $13 million, you stop doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, either way. It'd go either way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the second thing, it's a little on a lighter note. Um, over the last couple of days, uh, there's been a lot of memes going around and videos of it. But uh, just uh, top in trash bins of Elmo's tweet asking how everyone is okay, how everyone's doing. What? You never saw that? No. So no. Elmo, tweet, Elmo tweeted that, uh, yes, how's, how's everyone doing? And pretty much the whole, like, it's just been... How do you say it? It's just it's brought up some cool things, seeing how just problems everyone has and how just talking about it uh, helps out. So I don't know. I guess I'm the only one that saw it. So well, I've <laughs> seen TikToks with Elmo, but no, no, no. First off, why are you following Elmo on Twitter? No, like what's? I think we need I'm to have this conversation. I think we need to have this conversation first. Me, me and Dante need to have up. an intervention the, first. The, why is this? I'm not following. I just it's been coming up. It came up all the time. Of him, the, 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 it went viral, the tweet, pretty much. There's all the responses. Like, the Arizona Coyotes put one up saying, I know it's hockey, but they put up, oh, you know, we're doing great, but we just don't have a home. You know, so it's been a lot of funny things of it, so. Oh, nah, I, yeah. I can't comment. I haven't seen it, but my, my comments, Tony, stop following Elmo. <laughs> Unless Tony hey. has kids, Nico, that we don't know about. <laughs> and uh, if, if that is, we're in, we're in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> and the final one, um, so there's a game in the States. Uh, they These guys had an AI camera to record uh, trying like the live feed of the ball. And instead, the, the referee was bald, and the, the AI camera just followed the ref's bald head around the whole time. Uh, top bench trash bin. Yeah, I saw. I saw that. That's uh, that's that's the hazards you run into when you're starting to use AI and it's not fully developed. Um, the concept of it's cool, but then it has a mess up like that, and that was hilarious. I mean, I didn't watch the game or nothing, but when I saw the highlights, that that gave me a good laugh. So I'll give it top ins. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of trash. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I work in IT, and uh, I think I could do a better job doing that. <laughs> so yeah, absolute trash. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. So you know what? Now that we're getting fuck, this has been a long episode because Tony could not stop being wrong about Guardiola. Uh, let's get to some it's Toronto. <laughs> let's get to it some. Takes tr- trash. Man. <laughs> let's let's get to some Toronto. As you know, what we if we put a clip from this online and people saw it, you would get murdered alive for for for, for no, the blasphemous. No, okay, no, we got. I think, I think there's more. Yeah, hundred percent. You would. More, there's more people that would agree. No, with you're insane. That. You're insane. You are insane. Ferguson at four and no Guardiola and everyone's ripping on you again, Tony. I know you get it a lot because you like no. to stir shit up on the internet, <laughs> but, but, but you'd be getting it bad. But no, let's get to Toronto no. FC. We had to talk about a transfer. There was rumors that Nottingham Forest put a big money offer on the table for Lorenzo Insignia and he turned it down. Dante, good wow. move or bad move for Insignia? And then um... good move or bad move for TFC, him not taking it. Well, I mean, it shows, you know, it shows his loyalty to TFC. I, I, I hope he has a lot to prove, um, you know, given the situation. Um, you know, obviously last season was atrocious and, you know, made me unfortunately lose my season tickets because I, I don't want to go watch somebody with uh, with that type of quality out there, right? Um, but you know what? If he has a chip on his shoulder and, you know, he comes in, he works hard, Proves all the haters wrong. I hope he proves me wrong because I bashed him like crazy last season. Same. Um, and, uh, you know, I wish him the best in health and everything. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like he's got a lot to prove here. Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading that it was a loan, that they were going to loan him for the remainder of the Premier League season. And he still said no, which to me is hilarious because even if they loaned him to the end of the season, we would have got him back in July. <laughs> and he still would have been here, but I guess he didn't want to play in the Premier League a little bit. But either way, to- Tony, this is your boy. This is your this is your guy. <laughs> what is your take I mean, on this this scenario with Nottingham Forest? I don't know why people are so shocked. Why the fuck would you want to go to England to be in a relegation battle when you can play with TFC and finish last place and still get paid the same amount? Yeah, yeah. Why would you like? Why would you want to put that stress on you? Like I wouldn't. I'd be like, why? Like I don't care how much more money it is. Why do I want to risk having to play in second division next year? You know, like it's to me, it was a no brainer. Like it wasn't not like Nottingham Forest is a is a decent team. I mean, they're only two points ahead of Everton for lot for relegation, and Everton had like ten points deducted from them. Right, so it's yes, but you got to remember Nottingham Forest will be turning it around because they have Nuno as the coach, and he's gonna turn the turn them around, and he's gonna get them out of relegation. You watch. Yeah, we'll see. Um, even though I like Nuno, Nuno's probably no, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> if you say he's better than Guardiola, I swear to God, Tony, I swear to no, God. No, but to me, to me, it was a no-brainer. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I don't see Insignia going to the Prem anyway. It doesn't matter who brought it. He's not. I don't think he would even come close to doing well there. Um, you know, you can't even you can't even do style. well in MLS. How's he gonna but do well in EPL? You don't you don't see many players with that kind of the, the style that he has that um, that yeah, does true. well in the Prem. That's, That's not really a prem. Uh... Ital- Italians notoriously don't do well in the prem to begin with. Yeah, and then even his his positioning, it's not very common in the prem to have a player in that in that kind of unless you're like uh, like you have Liverpool, but even then, yeah, it's not it's not very common. So I don't see it as it would it would have been good. And even then, like I said, you, you finished last place here. 
you're still coming back next year playing the same teams. It's a lot less. I mean, I know the pressure's on him, but it's you don't have to worry about relegation or anything like that. So, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I I, I understand him not taking it again. He's got a cushy life here. Toronto's a great city to live in. Yeah, and then why um, do you want and also? Why do you want to deal with England weather? Like, yeah, especially in the summertime. Yeah, I, I I can see it, but um. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess it's going to set in stone that we have both Italians for this season. You know what we don't have for this season? An attractive away kit. I don't know. Okay. I know, Tony, I know you saw it. Dante, I'm not sure if you saw it. The, no, I haven't. The kit was leaked by EAFC. Um, it has to be... And you know what? I feel so bad because I feel like I say this every year a new TFC kit comes out. But this has to be one of the worst kits of all time. It's me. worse than the Onyx? Dude, oh yeah, it looks Dante. You know those like you know how Walmart has like those off-brand Leaf jerseys and Penguins jerseys oh, and like the TFC jerseys where like you just know that this is like they threw they just only bought oh, the logo Jesus and they threw Christ. everything else together exactly like that. All right, another tip. Like, TikTok meme looks, is on the way then. Oh, yeah, it looks dude. so bad. <laughs> Honest, honestly, like looking at it, and the, so so the what the the previous white jerseys we had. Um, I know a lot of people weren't a fan of them. Well, it's half white, half gray. I personally love it. I thought it was a really nice. I bought one. I, I really like that jersey. I know a lot of people weren't in favor, but but it wasn't ugly to look at. You know, it still looked nice. This one, you can go look in our chat right now, Dante. I just put the picture in there so we can yeah. get your your live reaction of what you think. Um, I I just don't know, man. The last one again, what even though people didn't hell? like it. I thought, okay, I could still wear it, and I love it. You can wear it with clothes. This this looks like someone went on paint, made some designs, yeah. and messed up even Walmart. the colors. This has yeah. Walmart written all over right? it, right? Like those stupid, like you, like you can put a silhouette of like the Toronto skyline. We have CN Tower or even BMO, but you put the badge silhouette, and you don't even line them up. Probably, like it's disgusting. And, and, and the BMO in black, but everything else in that red looks weird. And that does that red even look like TFC red to you? Like it looks no. like cherry red. Do, do we have our, our home jersey red, red at least? Uh, so our home jersey still the onyx. It's still, it's still the one it from last year that now. that black and red one. Oh my god, they didn't even learn eh? Well, so that yeah. one was that one's the, that they keep them every two years. So that one will be yeah. the same for this year. We'll get a new one next year. But oh but I mean, this this is bad, dude. This like one is. Part, bad. I hope nobody buys this garbage because it is garbage. The oh, part yeah. that sucks the most is that when you see some of the other jerseys MLS made for some teams, they look unreal. There is a lot that looks so cool. So yeah, nice. I, you know what? No like, care. Like New York, New York Red Bulls looks amazing. Like, why can't we have the red and black like that? You know, Tony, like, I, will, I won't even say that when you look at the rest of the league, there a lot of them are amazing. You look at the rest of the league, all of them are passable. Ours is the only one that looks like a piece of garbage. No, there was another one that I, that I thought was disgusting, but I can't um, see if I can find it. Toronto's was the worst one by far. Um, it, it was gross. I, I can't believe they put that out there. But another year, another L for Toronto SC's design team. And I feel like we've been saying that more and more as the time has gone on. Good How hard is it to come up with a nice jersey? Good Lord. Sorry, let me look up, look up the Vancouver Whitecaps League. That one's ugly. Okay, but it can't be as bad as Toronto's. I remember looking at the mall and thinking, okay, none of these are as bad as as Toronto FCs because Toronto's is bad. And the San Jose Earthquakes. Is the Vancouver one just the one with the TELUS bar in the middle? Yeah. That doesn't look bad. Not as bad as TFC's look bad. 
No, no, it's not. Nowhere close to as bad as TFC. I know. I saw TFC is the worst. Yeah. The, Vancouver's is just a solid blue with some gold. Yeah, like it doesn't look bad. It doesn't make sense. That logo, it's just horrible. Well, so it does look like every team, if they have one, is using their secondary logo on the away jerseys this year. It seems to be like a new. You remember how the one before that Adidas tried the whole three stripes going horizontal or vertically across the shoulders instead of horizontally? Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to do that this year. Their whole thing is the secondary badges but i don't know it works for some teams like when you have like an arsenal whose secondary badge is that is that uh the gunner when they put it on there that looks sick doesn't austin work F- for a lot austin fc's is nice because it's that tree yeah so it works for some yeah. teams doesn't work for everyone's but all right well our kids are gonna suck again this year but you know what doesn't suck that mls the people running it are not complete and total idiots and the only reason i say that because normally they are but it could be worse. They could be run by the CSB, which is the Canadian soccer business, because my God, what a shitstorm that's happened with them over the past week. Uh, if you don't know, if you haven't heard, Canadian soccer business uh, and Media Pro are now in court over a dispute about the rights to these TVs because CSB has decided to pull the broadcast casting rights to Media Pro. Now, why is this a big deal? Well, Media Pro owns one soccer, the streaming service that airs cpl and canada's uh, national home team games so if they don't have the rights to to do any canadian soccer stuff how are we watching cpl how are we watching canadian national teams because nobody else has come forward and said we'll take those rights so what's going on here nico this is ridiculous you know if this country wants to improve in anything um i i just don't understand it's like we take five steps forward we make the world cup you know, the interest in this country gets better and better and better. And then, bang, let's take nine, ten steps backward. And I don't know what's going on with this country with soccer. It's actually ridiculous. Um, you know, we have to grow the game. And the fact that people can't even watch our, our main league is, is is just getting ridiculous at this point. Yeah. Um, it's not fair for the players either. I feel bad for them because – when you try to make a name for yourself, people have to watch you. And, you know, here we are. Yeah. And another setback. And, and the so, thing that I think a lot of people don't realize, they think, oh, okay, it'll just be put on another channel. Media Pro broadcasted these games, meaning they're the ones that had the production trucks that they were doing all the work for CPL too. Like you could say, oh, yeah, well, we're getting a feed on YouTube now. It's not going to be nearly the quality that we've had in the past because Media Pro actually produced these games. It wasn't just, oh, they're streaming the feed. It was their feed, you know? So where's the feed coming from now? I know for some CONCACAF games that they got coming up uh, for CPL teams that are in CONCACAF, there will obviously be a feed there available. What happens for the CPL season, regular season games? How are we watching those? Yeah. I'm going to have to freaking have that's Tony go to the York the York games and live stream it on his <laughs> telephone. His iPhone, or yeah. But that's <laughs> – but I've been saying that since the whole shit with the national team happened. Everyone wants to get rid of CSB, but what do they have in st- who? What do they have in the back in the backup? They had nothing. There's nothing that's gonna now. Reality well, is well, CSB is C- the one that ruined this with Media Pro. Like they seem to be very bad. CSB yeah. sucks. <laughs> but everyone wants them out. But nobody nobody wants to step up to say, hey, we have a better way to do this. You know, that's the part that's pissing me off. Is like, like Dante said, the strides we've made to get to the World Cup. And we're about to host it in four years. And if we if they don't have figure this out next season, there's gonna be no CPL after but, this year. But, but hear if me they out can too. be on TV. Hear me out too. The like CSB, 
if the CSB, if they announced this and they said, we're cutting ties with Media Pro, and then they came out with, because we have sold the rights to Sportsnet, TSN, someone, that's great. But if everybody... they say, their answer right now is, we've cut their rights and we're not letting them produce and air our games anymore. So now no one can watch them. That's not a good business move. That is their fault. But how many times did everyone complain during the World Cup qualifiers that, oh, why do we have to download one soccer to watch the games? Why do you have to do this? Why do you I to, agree. Like, that's like on media. Complained. That's not on media. Yeah, that's yeah, not on, I mean? That is not on media pro though. Oh, I fuck know. them for producing the games for us. Yeah. How is that? Everybody, everybody complained about it, but guess what? That was our only situation that we had to watch it. Yes. Yeah, th- so thanks you to know? media pro. And what does CSB do? They say, Hey, thanks oh. for doing this for us for so long. Fuck you. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. It's pathetic. I don't. I don't annoying, think there's. Man. There's. I don't think there is an organization run worse right now than Canada Soccer. Period. Not even close. Yeah. Yep. Not even close. Maybe our government, but no. I was. Yeah. I was going to say even even president even potential next president Donald Trump's polit- political party have been doing a better job at running their stuff than than a CSB. I think Justin Trudeau handled taking an eighty thousand dollar vacation better than CSB has been handling their business. <laughs> <laughs> like it it's is true. Just, it is cre- awful. The part that part that part that blows my mind is that like, you got we got two really well run sports stage sports things here in TSN and Sportsnet, and they don't even think about even trying to put it on. But well, the minute so, the world, you know, like it's just so it's not even it's, that. It's if, if we're if we're gonna go at someone, let's go at all of Canadian media because one soccer has been trying to get on. Like, yeah. they've been trying to get on cable to be like a TSN, to be like a sports, like their own channel, stuff like that. And it's constantly shut down. Yeah. So, I that's mean, it's a monopoly, right? So, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I think Media Pro and One Soccer, um, they obviously aren't the ideal scenario because, again, you have to another monthly fee, you have to do another app and things like that. It's not ideal, but at least it was something. Mm-hmm. If I, if there's no way to watch these, like you said, the Canadian Premier League will be done in the next year and a half. Yeah. It could be by this year. If they're not having anyone watch the games, I know attendance isn't the greatest. Um, yeah. If they don't, and, and again, Media Pro put in like hundreds of million dollars into, maybe less, they, maybe it was less, but they put tons of money into yeah. the CPL. Like they're trying to create that environment for soccer to thrive in Canada. Without them, I don't know what happens. And the worst part is too, people that complain about paying, if anyone's going to come in, it's going to be an, a comp- It's going to be something from the states, probably. They're going to pick it up because I know CBS covers these games through Media Pro in the states. So, like, you're going to end up paying anyway. So, it's just it's just stupid, just yep. ridiculous. Yep. What they what we got yep. to the point we're at. You know what, Dante? Maybe we need to bring in bring in Joe to talk about this because you know he'll have a better lens looking at it from a different from a different perspective. Legal you perspective, know, so like, exactly, yeah. we we'll yeah. have to get that done because that that would be good to hear a second side of it. And you know, maybe we can have him on with Tony so we can explain to Tony why Man City's uh, financial <laughs> oh, charges man. aren't what they seem to be. <laughs> <laughs> Even the yeah, coming, coming from, coming from yeah. a Man yeah. City fan. Yeah, let me let, let's let's. Let's bring him on and then have Tony tell him Pep's not a top five coach of all time. Yeah, right, yeah be, that'll be, that'll be some fireworks. <laughs> Joel will probably be watching this whole thing too. Oh, shout out friend of the show, Joel. We'll definitely have to have him on soon. But listen, we've we've gone way long today. You know, we've had some good some good discussions. It's always good when we get Dante back on the show, man. It's always good having you here. And guys, as always, you can find us at Spotify at Apple Music at footy lg also on instagram and tiktok new episodes every single thursday so guys look out for us next week but as for right now i want to thank tony i want to thank dante and for joining us and we will be right here 
next Thursday on your phones. Take it easy, everyone. Take care, guys.